Hello and welcome to Hogan Lovell's Newsbeat, the podcast designed to keep you up to date with what's been happening in the world of pensions over the last two weeks. I'm Claire Southern from the Hogan Lovells team, and I'll be filling you in on developments over the last 14 days. This week, we'll be looking at the latest from the pensions regulator, an update on pensions dashboard, a victory for common sense from the pensions ombudsman, followed by a bloody nose being dealt right back at it by the Court of Appeal. So first up, the pensions regulator gets tough on crime. The pensions regulator has revealed the regulatory and criminal action taken against a certain Stuart Garner. Now, Mr Garner is the former owner of Norton Motorcycles, but according to his Wikipedia page, he has previous careers as a gamekeeper and purveyor of fireworks. Mr Garner was prosecuted for three offences of illegally investing £11 million from pension schemes under his control as a sole trustee into his own business, Norton Motorcycles. He was sentenced to eight months in prison, suspended for a period of two years, disqualified from acting as a company director for three years, and I'm pleased to say prohibited by the pensions regulator from being a trustee. Next up, the pensions regulator's chief executive, Norsakia Delfas, was on the stage at the recent Mansion House Pensions Summit. She focused on three key areas in her speech to the audience. Value for money having a wider meaning than simply cost alone. Supporting good investment decisions rather than mandating schemes as to how to invest which will be supported by new DB and DC investment and guidance, and the plan that the pensions regulator will evolve its regulatory and supervisory approach to match the evolution of the market with the current intention of introducing a new, more assertive approach. The speech also highlighted the pension regulator's expectation of industry, including, and I quote, sophisticated investment governance practices in all schemes, an efficient mindset, and highly qualified trustees willing to challenge advisors to do better and make sure savers get the best returns for their pensions. So no big asks there then. Next up, an update on Dashboard. The Pensions Dashboards programme has published its eighth progress update report looking at the period since April 2023. Three things stand out. The report confirms that the Pension Dashboard programme has been focusing on a new programme plan to make sure it will meet the target connection date for schemes of 31st October 2026. Work has continued with volunteer participant organisations on developing the connection journey for the rest of the industry. And a user testing and planning group will be launched in early 2024 to work with the industry to develop and coordinate plans for user testing. The PDP has committed to regularly sharing updates and insights from the user testing group. Now let's move to a rather encouraging case for common sense from the pensions ombudsman. Mr W was part of the Western Power Distribution Pension Fund and he requested a transfer out of the fund. The trustees duly reviewed the transfer request in light of the new transfer regulations that set out certain amber and red flags for transfers. They found an amber flag for overseas investments as global funds would be used in the receiving scheme and required Mr W to take advice from Money Helper. Now, Mr W complained that this process caused him a loss as his fund values felt while seeking advice. Thankfully, the pensions ombudsman found that the trustee has not been unreasonable in its approach and dismissed the complaint. Given that all the trustee had done was follow the law, that seems pretty sensible. 
Finally, the Pensions Ombudsman has been dealt a bit of a body blow. The Court of Appeal has held that it isn't a competent court. The background to this lies in Section 91 of the Pensions Act 1995, which deals with recoupment. This allows trustees to claim back monies owed to it by reducing future pension payments. Now, Section 91 provides that where there is a dispute about the amount to be recouped or the rate of recoupment, the trustee cannot use the remedy without an order from a competent court. Now, unsurprisingly, the Pensions Ombudsman considers itself to be a competent court, but unfortunately the Court of Appeal has disagreed with this. Practically speaking, we would expect that most members will, when presented with a Pensions Ombudsman ruling, simply agree voluntarily to recoupment. But where they don't, trustees may need to use a county court process or simply demand repayment of a lump sum. Last up, a quick note that we will be holding a recent development seminar on the 28th of November, and you can find a link in the description to that. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that whistle-stop tour. If you want to know more, check us out at HL Pensions. Mm-hmm.